Welcome into the Chaos Cast, hosted by Two Jerks and a Dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting while stiff-arming your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham and John Spears. Alright, Chaos Fantasy Nerds, this is our inaugural episode of the Chaos Cast, and we're going to be... Breaking down the draft, uh, combing through rosters, making fun of some of you turd lineups out there. Uh, we're going to be making our week one head-to-head matchup predictions, uh, breaking down the matchups for the upcoming week, and projecting into the future a little bit, each of us providing our playoff picks for whatever that's worth. Uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, looking into our crystal ball, so... All right, so we'll go right into it here. We got the up first is the Cleveland Steamers. And we'll take a look at his roster. I did Google the term Cleveland Steamers, and it's not suitable for uh, podcast content. Just so, uh, yeah, that's out there. So, yeah, there it is. Cleveland Steamers, let's look at it. What do we think? So, yeah, I think that the Cleveland Steamers are, you know, the definition of if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> like, uh, Coach uh, Tinsley's gone. Uh, he's gone balls to the wall. He's going to uh, – I think he's got a good chance of making the playoffs, but there's a lot of injury concerns. Um, but if everything works out for him, I, I think he's going to have a good year. Right, like the two things that jump out to me off for his team is the health of McCaffrey and what does Patrick Mahomes look like with losing Tariq Hill. Um, I think he has a pretty solid team overall. Um, I do have him as a potential playoff team. You guys are you guys have me thinking in a different way about his team because I do believe um, I, I spent some time going over his his roster thinking that it was a playoff roster. But, yeah, CMC, uh, Michael Thomas, you know, injury prone there. Um, I do like Amon Ross, St. Brown. I think he's solid. DJ Moore, I think he's kind of hit or miss. But, yeah, I think I think he did well overall. His depth is decent. I mean, he's got Melvin Gordon on the bench who could be uh, have a resurgence. And uh, he's got Dak as his backup quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's solid. Solid team. So, all right, let's take a look next at Farewell to Hope. Championship. Championship. Who, Farewell to Hope, by the way, did make it to the fantasy playoff final last season, only to be upended by none other than facing the Kelsequences. Which we all, uh, yeah, that's kind of weak, Joe. You got to do better than that. Uh, We and we can talk about that a little bit later, right? Teams changing their name every year. Settle down, okay? We need to have some continuity. We need to have some legacy in the league, and we need to build that in. And you changing your name every year, Joe? That's killing us, okay? All right. Uh, Now that we've made fun of his team name, let's look at his. Let's look at his roster. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll lead it off here. Uh, Where I think I did pretty well early in the draft is I I went really heavy with the running backs 
with Henry Swift and Barkley, which is a, there's a couple question marks there, but I do believe that if healthy, that they can produce a lot of fantasy points. And I do like the fact that I was able to get Jalen Hurts due to his arm and his run game. Where I think I could have done better was in the uh, wide receiver department. A.J. Brown, I really like him. I like the offense. But after that, there's a lot, couple things that I could have done a little better on as far as depths at wide receiver. I mean, Michael Gallup's out. Lazard is doubtful this coming, coming up this week. Um, but overall, I think I drafted a championship-quality team, and I think uh, we'll see it at the end of the year. Uh, I totally agree with with uh, with John on his assessment. Uh, John, uh, John's team's very uh, light on wide receiver. I think there might be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Um, but if he makes a, a big trade before the end of the year to get a, a big-time receiver, he's going to be right in it. And uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, Farewell to Hope is going to have uh, a lot of potential. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love his running backs. I, I really, I really do. I like obviously Derrick Henry, and uh, I do think Swift. Uh, I think Swift flew on the under the radar last year for sure, um, and I think John got him a, a farewell to hope. Got him at a pretty good spot in the draft. Jalen Hurts is, should have a strong season. He's got AJ Brown there, and he's got that that uh, that duo. So Jalen Hurts gets rushing yards, which is valued much higher in Rob's league. So I think that's going to be a a, a very good position there. Kyle Pitts is strong. Uh, I really like his his upside as possibly being overtaking Kelsey as a number one receive, uh, tight end. And uh, yeah, his receivers are he needs AJ Brown to be a stud. I really think. He needs AJ AJ Brown to be strong. I like Bateman, and I think he has potential to be that number that wide receiver one at at, at Baltimore. That's uh, that's consistent. So hopefully he can if, if Fairwood Hope can get consistency out of Bateman and Brown. You know, then he's got Lazard on the bench. Gallup can fill in uh, Claypool as well. So, uh, but the running backs are strong. Quarterback strong. He just needs a couple of receivers to really step up. All right, so we'll move in next to the Houdinis, the original chaos commissioner, uh, comes in here as our third roster to break down, and uh, yep, I'll hand it over to Levi here. Yeah, uh, I really like uh, Derek's team, Uh, you know, there's nothing super special, Uh, you know, Ed, there's no true weaknesses with the team but there's not a lot of uh ceiling Mm. i i feel like he might be a wet blanket on the team or on the league um but again like uh teams are very solid i think he could be fighting for uh, you know one of those five six seeds at the end of the year yeah Leo, i think you kind of said it there his team's just not special uh i think it is this the epitome of he has a middle-of-the-road team, but I do like it. I like it being anchored by Eckler, who I think is going to have a phenomenal season. I think Aaron Jones may see a lot of play here due to the fact that they traded away all of uh, Rodgers' weapons, uh, receivers. But, uh, yeah, I think he definitely will be looking at that playing in to get to the maybe the fifth, sixth spot. But, again, it, it it's really just 
hey, I'm average, and I'm good with it. Yeah, you guys are talking about Derek getting in that fifth or sixth playoff position. Uh, I don't think he even makes it there. I really – here's the problem that I have with his roster. His receivers, I guess outside of Mike Evans, who he should be fairly consistent. Waddle and Cooper, they, they're just boomer bust to me. Uh, they're, they're big play guys. He's going to have big, big weeks from his receiving core. But I think he's going to have some third weeks as well there. Um I'm not sold on Tua. I, I, I'm not as, as high on Waddle as a lot of people are. Uh, I think he'll have great weeks, but I think he'll have very bad weeks as well, and that's that's not good. So I'll, I like Dalton Schultz there at tight end. His running backs are strong. Joe Burrow, yeah, hey, I mean, there's not there's a lot to like there with Burrow. I just feel like his is a little thin. Um, although if Chase Edmonds can take that number one running back spot, he could be a strong flex play for him. But uh, yeah, I don't know that I see Derek getting uh, the Houdinis get into the playoffs. All right, moving on. <clears throat> We've got Slop Nasty uh, with the his roster breakdown here, and he's got Julio Jones. That might say, that may say it all right there. And I don't know. What do you think? So I I think Slop Nasty has the most work to do this season. Uh, I don't really like the the bench depth from either wide receivers or running backs. Uh, I don't like the, the Najee Harris. He's gonna get a lot of carries, but they're not gonna be uh, healthy. Like you know, long carries. You're gonna see a lot of like three yard, four yard, some catches. He's gonna be his anchor, which I don't like that at all. So, and he's going to start off the year with a loss against it's a uh, it's what plants crave. So, I I just don't like it, uh, slop nasty this year. Although, you know, if he's able to put the work in for the year, make good pickups. You know, uh, Coach Kelly's always been a good pickup guy. Coach Kelly. Uh, yeah, and it, he may be able to get in, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, uh, if we handed out rings for the best fantasy football team name, I, I definitely would give it to Slop Nasty. It's it's probably one of the better team names that I've seen in my years of playing fantasy football. But they don't give out rings for having the best fantasy uh, football name. But I will say that I what I do like about his team is I do like Najee Harris. I feel like he's going to be the go-to guy there, especially with the new quarterback situation. I love, love C.D. Lamb. Uh, I was really hoping to get him on my team, uh, but he definitely was stolen from me. Uh, Tariq Hill, he's another elite talent. I think he's going to have uh, an incredible year. Whereas I, I feel is that he kind of missed the mark on a few things where uh, George Kittle, I think he's great, but uh, he's a question mark every week. And if we look he, at it. He's not going to be playing this the week one looks like yeah and it's already he's already potentially out for week one but if he stays healthy and you have london out of atlanta who i think can have a really good year i got him as a fringe playoff team um i do think his bench is a little little aged in a couple areas and it needs it needs to be strengthened up a little bit maybe through the waiver wire uh, throughout the year but yeah i think uh especially if russell wilson Gets to Denver, I think he can have a pretty good season. But, yeah, again, I think I have him as a fringe playoff team. Yeah, speaking of Russell Wilson, I, I think 
I, I like Russell Wilson here. I, I really think that uh, him moving to Denver and with some of those receivers, strong running game, good defense, I really think Russell Wilson was undervalued. I think he's going to be a good, uh, strong play for, for, for Slop Nasty week in and week out. Najee Harris, yeah, I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong with, with having Najee Harris. He's going to get the – you know he's got the carries. He's getting the carries. He's getting the touches. My, my – the problem with, with with this roster is I feel like there's just too many questions. Brees Hall, a lot of lot of hype from him. He's a rookie, right? I mean, remember Clyde Edwards-Alaire when he had a lot of hype coming out of uh, of LSU, and he really kind of fell on his face that first season. I kind of expect the same thing from Brees Hall. I think he'll have moments. Uh, I don't like his consistency. Tyreek Hill, again, I'm not I'm not in love with Miami receivers. I just feel like. And again, a lot of it has to do with Tua. I'm I'm not sold on Tua. Um, I like Terry McLaurin, but again, who's his quarterback? It's Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, I don't know. McLaurin's another one of those guys, though. He can win you a week. So um, Drake London. Last thing I'll say is he's. I think I wanted Drake London this year. Um, there's just not much in Atlanta in wide receiver room. And uh, a lot of hype around him, so we'll kind of see how he pans out. Looks like he might be out week one, though. So, um, yep, that's where I'll, I'll stop with Slop Nasty, and we'll move into, oh, God, facing the consequences. Guys, we can't, can we do this anymore? I mean, it was, I'm, I'm not dropping last year, right? The first nine was the year before. These Rhodes names, Joe? You're killing me, okay? Let's let's step our game up on the thing. In fact, let's stick with one name. How about that? So we can kind of know who to make fun of. It's confusing, all right? All right? Step your game up. Anyway, let's look at his roster uh, and break down his crap team here. Let's look at it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with uh, with Brad on the naming thing. Like, I... He, he won last year, but then he changes his name. I feel like this if he wins this year, that's two separate. Like, he yeah. doesn't even count. Yeah. Um, but I, I do disagree with Brad on, on Coach Hayes' team. I think it's pretty pretty deep. Uh, I, I, think, I think you can plug them into the playoffs. They're, they got to be a good team. Like, I, uh, Coach Hayes did, you know, pretty good job drafting this year, which is unlike him. Like he last year, he, <laughs> and like he still. But the thing is, he drafted bad last year and won. So like, I you gotta peg uh, them as one of the favorites to win. Uh, I like the top end. He was able to get uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's got the best t- tight end in the league. Uh, you know, like it's a yeah, it's a pretty tight team. Uh, but you know. Anything can happen. There are some injury concerns, but I, I like I like this team this year. Joe, 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 the man who took down the king last year. Uh, I will say the the thing that I do love about this team is his running backs: Jonathan Taylor, Elijah Mitchell, Rashad Penny, and Pierce out of Houston. I think those guys are studs. Uh, it does have an old man crush of mine, uh, Robert Woods. Um, I hate to see him go, but I, I do think uh, he does have a playoff team. Yeah, for the sake of time, I'm just going to make this quick. Uh, Joe, you got a strong, you have a strong roster. I like it, uh, and I, I do believe that 
that uh, this team will make the playoffs. So, uh, good job, buddy. All right, next we will look at it's what plants crave. One of our fellow co-hosts. I'll start with this one. Um, yeah, this uh, strong draft, right? I mean, big big names up top. You got to love Kyler Murray with his ability to run. You know, Kamara and Fournette's a nice duo for his starting running backs. And his receivers, uh, I mean, Allen Robinson really has got to make Levi, he's got to make you a little bit concerned. But he was on the field. You know, he had 50, I think he was involved in 50 snaps. Uh, so he, he ran a bunch of routes, just didn't get uh, – Stafford just – he he only throws at the cup. Seems like, and uh, I think that'll change as the season moves on. But anyway, yeah, I like the roster. Um, there's depth here as well. Strong running back depth. A couple of rookies to look uh, to look out for that really could step up as well. Um, maybe the the tight end. Eh, you know, you could probably stream a tight end if Komet's not going to work out for you. Uh, but well, he might. He might be a strong strong play there as well. So yeah, I li- I like the roster overall. Yeah, I have to agree. There, uh, I do like my roster. There are some concerns, but you know, I feel confident that I can fill the gaps. Uh, tight end is concerned. I'm probably going to be playing matchups all year, uh, and like Kyler Murray, I you know, there are some injury concerns, but I I feel like my running backs depth's really good. Uh, Allen Robinson, like bad for week one, but you know, it's going to be a long season. I feel confident. That they're gonna, uh, the Rams are gonna like. It's not like the Rams are gonna look like that all all year. So um, yeah, I I feel pretty good. I'm gonna be working on the team all year, um, but I'll be there. Yeah, I I agree with most of the assessments here. I think uh, probably one of the most notable. I like his bench. I like Dylan uh, and Sanders and Monster being able to fill holes if there was an injury. Uh, and a big UK shout out to Wandell Robinson. I think he's going to have a remarkable year up there in uh, uh, New York. Uh, and with Dubes, I mean, who's going to be the guy at Green Bay? Uh, it, it could definitely be him. But uh, I, li- I do love Kyler Murray, and his, he, he's got, I mean, Justin Jefferson, the dude catches everything. Uh, yeah, I do believe he has a, a strong shot at uh, making a deep run in the playoffs. All right, we'll move quickly to Lance, Team Purple Bleeders, the Viking Homer, who this year didn't really uh, get any strong Vikings picks, although he did take Alexander Madison on the bench, which uh, who's always a, a good um, handcuff. But yeah, looking over his roster, um, <clears throat> love the quarterback, Justin Herbert. I really think he's going to be a superstar in the league for years to come. And uh, strong there. Mixon, Javante Williams uh, gives him a solid uh, anchor at running back. Um, you know, he, his depth is what's going to kill him. And I think I don't want to still leave out thunder here, but uh, that was something we talked before the podcast. I just don't see a ton of depth here. He's going to need a guy or two off the bench to, to step up and fill in some spots throughout the season. Uh, if he, you know, if he incurs much injury, that's he may he may be in trouble here. But uh, yeah, I think he's got a, uh, mm, a a fringe playoff team. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I have to agree with Brad here. Uh, 
it's it seems like it's going to be a bit of a rebuilding year for Coach Frick. Uh, he always puts strong teams on the field, but this one seems uh, a bit weaker. It, he's got great top end. You know, Stefan Diggs was awesome the other night, but he's he's going to be relying on him to to come through every week, and that that's asking a lot. I mean, he's got Joe Mixon, Javante Williams, but the rest of the team. Uh, it's not looking great. I but if he's able to make a big trade or a pickup, you know he's going to be right in there. I, but I, I put the uh, the bleeders on the outside of the playoffs. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree. Here's probably not his best work, uh, uh, but I will say I love Herbert. I love that offense. I was really hoping to get a player from that offense, and I think you know Herbert as as a really good pick. Uh, I, I do like Mixon. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of Williams out of Denver, and I mean, Diggs. Uh, he's a beast. Again, I agree. I think I think he's going to have to carry him a lot of weeks. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of depth, uh, but I do have him as one of the two teams fighting for a playoff spot. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Next, we've got Dim Mack. Mock. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, I'm not a big blood sport guy. Uh, you nerd, Jason. All right, so this is Jason Fagan's team. Lamar Jackson, yeah, that's awesome. James Conner, Cam Akers, really, you really have to be concerned about Cam Akers after week one. I mean, five snaps, I think he gets on the field, three carries for zero yards. Uh, That's going to be, and he just doesn't have the running back depth here. I mean, he's looking at Michael Carter, Daryl Williams on the bench. He's got Edwards Hilaire, which Edwards Hilaire is another one of those hit or miss guys. Don't know how much he how much he's gonna get that uh, share running back share. Um, I mean he's got Lamar Mark Andrews hookup that's great. I like Cooper Cup obviously, but I just I don't know if he's gonna have enough running back depth. Yeah, I from uh, Jason there's just not a lot there. Like running backs are I'd say on the weaker side of the league. Uh, he's going to be fighting to find a running back the entire year, which, like, no one wants to be at. I do like the Lamar-Andrew uh, stack. That's that's going to carry him most weeks, and it's definitely going to find some wins. But this is just going to be another team that's outside of the playoffs for me. Yeah. Um, looking at his team, uh, going into the draft, uh, you know, Cooper Cup was highly rated. Uh, I was kind of curious on was he worthy of that third round pick or third overall pick or fourth. Uh, I truly believe he may be the best player in fantasy football. And I think that's probably enough maybe to give you some hope into making the playoffs. I, I love Lamar Jackson. Not big on his running backs, uh, Cam Akers. I mean, I definitely wouldn't burn the house down yet over that, uh, but it's definitely a concern. Uh, I like his tight end. His depth's really good. Um, yeah, uh, Cooper Cup's going to have to stay healthy for this team to really make some noise. All right. <clears throat> this moves us on to Victorious Secret. And I, I think we we all may agree here, guys. Uh, this roster's strong. And I don't, I don't want to steal everybody's thunder, so I, I just want to take a couple of things. Uh, I really like Gabriel Davis. Um, watching him last night, uh, you know he's a clear number wide receiver too at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has a weak schedule this year. Uh, I really like Gabriel Davis to have a strong season, and then Travis Etienne. I, 
I really haven't seen it on the field yet. Just we're having you know, his rookie year; he was injured before he even got on the field. But something tell me tells me he's going to be involved heavily in the passing game. Jacksonville's going to be down a lot of games. They're going to have to throw it around, and I think ETN's going to have a nice season. So yeah, the the roster is very strong. I, I I I don't have many knocks against the roster. I but I. Uh, I'm getting some, you know, Chargers vibes where, like, you know, that's the it's going to be the fun pick to win. And the team, like, this is a first-time coach. we got to give her, you know, uh, that there's going to be, you know, uh, some things that she's going to have to go through to you know, cut her teeth. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I feel like that it's going to be long seasoned, and if a few injuries happen on this team, I, I don't know if the coaching staff's going to come through. Uh, sources have told me that the coach has asked what a quarterback is. <laughs> so I, I don't have the same confidence that maybe Brad and John have All in the team. Right. Well, that sounds a little personal, but uh... – <laughs> Yeah, I think really, I think you give credit to to Amy for drafting the team. Uh, it, on paper, it looks incredible. Uh, I mean, and Derek, Derek, helped uh, and, and yeah, well, we don't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Derek sucks. Um, yeah, Josh Allen, a monster year. He's gonna have a monster year. Uh, I had Travis Etienne. I liked him coming out of college. I think he is gonna be huge. Like Brad was saying, uh, there's not much to really be complained about with this roster. I think the bench is really strong. I don't like that they have two defenses. Uh, it seems unnecessary. But uh, if, if she can come into this league and, and adjust, I think she has a really good chance of not only making the playoffs, but definitely being there in the end. All right. Well, last but not least, we'll be breaking down Black Sunday and this, this amazing roster. So uh, if I may say so, off the top, I think my receivers are far and away the best in the league. I mean, there's going to be games where Chase and Devontae Adams, we're, we're gonna, they're going to win me games. All right, so it's going to happen. Uh, where I'm a little weak is running back. I feel like I'm mediocre at running back. I'm really going to be counting on Zeke and David Montgomery to come through. Uh, and I, but I, but I like my running back depth. I mean, I've got J.K. Dobbins in the fold, Damian Harris, Tony Pollard. And then the the handcuff with Khalil Herbert um, and David Montgomery. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like my roster. I'm not in love with it. Uh, I'm really counting on Zeke and Aaron Rodgers, a couple older guys, to carry me. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, Black Sunday this year. Uh, I have to say, yeah, the best wide receiver group in the league, I, like Adams and Chase, like, like they're going to be given – Coach Craiger, a lot of wins this year. I, I put them in the playoffs, but I don't think their ceiling is high enough to win uh, uh, without a big trade. I feel like they're, they might get caught with a big like points team that you know may have may skyrocket like a like a Steamers or uh, you know or Kel sequences where they're just like have like a huge day. Uh, Black Sunday gets caught in the crossfire, so like I put them in the playoffs, but I don't. I don't have any confidence when they get in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm in agreement here. I think I think it is a playoff team. I think what it really needs is for an Elliott or a Dobbins, and or maybe 
I don't know, maybe a Harris. That's probably a long shot there to be a stud, just a week-to-week stud. Uh, but, yeah, his wide receivers are nasty. Um, it's it's going to be rough playing them. Uh, but, yeah, I do think he does have a playoff team. I think is Rodgers an MVP? Like, And if he's not, his backup is Jameis Winston. Uh, I, I, I have a little issue there, but overall – it is a playoff team, but and I agree with Levi. I think how far will it go? I think it's going to de- depend on one of his running backs being elite. All right, great. So that's going to wrap up the first segment, uh, roster breakdown segment. The next uh, next topic we'll jump into is going to be head-to-head predictions. All right, so we've reached our second segment of the show where we'll be diving into the head-to-head matchups for the upcoming week. Obviously, we've already had one game played last night, or on Thursday night. And uh, so we'll start with Black Sunday versus Farewell to Hope. Uh, That's going to be me and John here, so we're going to break that one down. Uh, We're each going to go around, make our picks, and then as the season goes, we'll uh, keep track of our picks and we'll see how we're doing as far as our records. Uh, So... First matchup, I'm actually, uh, I hate to do it, but I'm going to pick Farrell to Hope in this matchup. I don't like, uh, I don't like my matchups. In fact, uh, I went through each, each uh, player in the starting lineup for both my team and his team, and the average ranked defense for my team is 11th, uh, and his average ranked defense is 20th. In fact, he has the easiest matchup based off of these projections. I have the toughest. So uh, that doesn't work well for me. I don't like Zeke versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay's line and uh, Dallas's offensive line is struggling. Um, Montgomery against the 49ers is not a great matchup. Uh, and then John's got, so I, I broke it down into strong matchups and tough matchups. So a strong matchup, for instance, would be any team that John's player would play that was playing against a defense ranked 20th or worst. And a tough matchup would be a top 10 ranked defense. So with this information, John's got six strong matchups or plays uh, versus only two tough matchups. And I have only one strong matchup and four tough matchups. So uh, those two things just don't bode well for me in this matchup. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick John here. I'm going to pick Farewell to Hope. Yeah, I uh, hate to piggyback with Brad here, but I'm going with uh, with John Spears and Farewell to Hope as well. Uh, like we, we talked about with his team, that his weakness is wide receivers, and they all have pretty good matchups this week. Uh, that hurts A.J. Brown stacks, really going to hurt Brad. Um, and then running backs, are, are I, all three are pretty matchup proof, except maybe Saquon Barkley, but against Tennessee, I'm, I'm not afraid of them. Uh, so I, I'm I'm pretty confident. Farewell to Hope can pull this one out, but I, it will be close. Yeah, I agree. As, as much as as Brad hates his matchups, I love my matchups here. And, and not not to two more. Not only do I think it'll be a win, I, I think it, it's going to be a monster win, um, especially here with the running backs. Uh, I'm really liking it. Derrick Henry versus the Giants. Uh, give me that all day. Uh, and A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts versus Detroit. Uh, I'm, I love that duo in that matchup. But, yeah, clearly here I think Fairware Hope definitely takes his first win of many uh, this week. All right, so we all pick Fairware to Hope. All right, so 
Go Black Sunday. All right, next matchup. It's going to be facing the Kel Sequences versus the Cleveland Steamers. And in this matchup, I, I think this is going to be one of the closer matchups of the week. Um, Joey's got five strong matchups versus only one tough matchup. Uh, and Rob has three strong matchups versus only one tough matchup. Um, you know, McCaffrey has got his, his – he's coming back off an injury, but he's always due for a big game. Um, I'm, I'm, but I'm actually going to be picking for, uh, to facing the Kelsey Quinces here. I just like Jonathan Taylor at Buff at, at Houston, excuse me, and he's got a lot of other great matchups. Uh, Chicago's defense is not looking strong this year so far, so or not so far, but projected wise. So I'm taking facing the consequences. All right, I have to go against uh, Brad this time. Uh, I, I like the Steamers this week. Um, they're Pretty boomer bust, and health concerns are going to be a problem all year. And and this is the healthiest the steamers are going to be. So I I think I'm going to go with them and see how the boomer bust their players are. Uh, there there are some concerns with Michael Thomas, but I I feel like with Christian McCaffrey getting the full workload, no injury concerns, uh, that the steamers are going to pull this one out. Uh, yeah, I believe I agree with you here. I think the Cleveland Steamers uh, definitely are probably going to get the win here. Uh, you hate to see it. Matthew Stafford comes out week one uh, scoring 13 fantasy points. Uh, on, the, on the flip side of that, Cleveland Steamers defense, Buffalo, got 30. Uh, that's uh, He's playing from behind. Uh, uh, Joey is here. Uh, definitely like uh, Rob's running backs. Even though uh, I do believe that Joe may have the better running backs here, but I have a good, I have a feeling that I, uh, the Cleveland Steamers are probably going to take the win here. Uh, yeah. All right, so that's two picks for the Steamers and one for the Kelsequences. All right, next matchup: <clears throat> Slop Nasty versus It's What Plants Crave. Uh, I'm taking, I'm taking Plants Crave here. Um, in fact, I think I, I think this is going to be a fairly easy win. Uh, I just like some of these matchups here for for Levi. I've got he's got Kamara against the worst defense projected in Atlanta. That could be a monster game. Uh, Fournette strong. Um, you know Jefferson's there. I, I just like I like his matchups. He's got. We'll see what Hollywood, Hollywood Brown does. That that may be a catalyst for him. Um, I do think Jeff has a has a good team, and I like Russell Wilson at Seattle. I like Najee Harris there. Um, getting a ton of touches but uh in the end i think i'm gonna take levi here yeah i have to go with my team this time i promise i won't take them every week but uh this i feel pretty confident this week that uh it's what plans crave is gonna pull it out um i like the matchups i think that kansas city uh arizona game is gonna be a shootout and then uh kyler murray's gonna have a great game with the hollywood brown stack uh uh, Allen Robinson's big well, was a big hurt on Thursday, but with Devin Singletary not really going off too much, that it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that big of a uh, problem. So uh, I'm I'm not a, in a huge hole after Thursday, and I feel like my, uh, the matchups are going to be pretty good. So I'm going with, with it's what plants crave. Yeah, th- this is a tough one to pick here. 
I think I will lean here with the uh, Plants Crave. I think it'll be. I think it could be close, but I think a lot of this hinges on for uh, old Slop Nasty here. Is what does Brees Hall do? I mean, uh, you know, rookie coming out playing Baltimore, who historically has a really good defense, and is Kittle going to play? Um, if if you know Brees Hall comes out and doesn't do very well, and Kittle's and Kittle's out, I, I think definitely the Plants Crave here is probably going to have an easier win. Uh, Biago here with Plants Crave. All three picks are in for Plants Crave. All right, so next matchup we'll look at is going to be Denmark against Victorious Secret. And I guess to, to start the breakdown here, I mean, I do love the matchup with Lamar against the Jets, and he's got the Andrew stack. I think that's going to be a, a two strong plays for him. However, we, he already played Cam Akers. Uh, on Thursday night, who was a complete bust, a donut, gets him zero points. Not a good way to start. And, I mean, Victoria's Secret, let me look, Josh Allen and Gabe Davis had strong games. I love uh, the matchup with uh, ETN has with, the, with Washington. I love Pittman's matchup. He could really have a monster day. Um, and then uh, Gibson and IU. So, I mean, there's some strong matchups there for Victoria's Secret. She's already started out ahead with a great Thursday night performance. So, yep, give me Amanda. Yeah, I think this one's actually going to be closer than it seems. Uh, you know, Victoria's Secret's already way ahead. The Cam Akers uh, start just, like, brutal. Like, uh, only five carries throughout the game. Uh but with Cooper Cup, it doesn't feel as bad. Like, uh, only down, you know, maybe 35 points. There's a lot of room to grow, too, for explosion that Lamar Jackson, Andrews pick, like Brad said, like that can bring him right back in the game. Um, I've, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go with the dim mock for the upset here. Um, but it's going to be close. I think it's going to be the closest one of the week. Uh, well, after the Thursday game, I feel like this is it kind of picked itself here. Uh, definitely, I believe you have to go here with Victoria's Secret. Uh, she's starting out with a 30-point lead here. And, and throughout fantasy, I, I feel like any time a guy gets you zero, it, it's pretty hard to win. And being that he got a zero with Akers, I put him far behind here. Uh, even though Cooper Cup had a really good game, uh, I'm not liking the running backs here. I think she has a, a strong potential for a, a massive blowout. Now, if Lamar Jackson and Andrews have massive games, I think it can be really close. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with Victoria's Secret here. All right, two picks for Victoria's Secret. And then we look at our final matchup. is going to be the Purple Bleeders v. the Houdinis, which is, I believe, if I'm looking at this right, two of the lower projected games uh, as far as point totals. Uh, both of them having a lot of mediocre matchups. Not a lot jumps off the page as far as great, strong matchups on either side. Um, I am actually going to take Lance here with the Purple Bleeders. I think uh, I think uh, Dig or I'm sorry, uh, Diggs already had a strong Thursday night, and then I think Judy uh, and Javante Williams could have a big day in, at Seattle. Um, and so, and throw in Herbert. Mixon uh, has torn up the Steelers the last three matchups, and I really like Mixon to have a big game here. Um, Houdini's 
you know, their matchups are okay. They're fine. I think I think a lot of his guys are going to have decent games. I don't see a lot of explosions coming out of his 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 lineup this week. So I'm I'm going to take I'm going to take the bleeders. Uh, this one's probably it might be close too. Um, the Diggs already had a massive game on Thursday, uh, and I feel like that the Bleeders are gonna uh, pull this one out. But I wouldn't count out the Houdinis. I I think that he set himself up for a few explosive players that you know they may get him zero, but they could also get him you know forty or fifty. Like uh, Tyler Lockett's an excellent play when you're down uh, Thursday. And, and Amari Cooper's always had the huge games, but we don't really know with Cleveland. So, and then Burrow's going to have a great season, but I, I like Pittsburgh's de- defense this year. I don't think he's going to have a great day. It'd be a fine day, but a great. So I, I'm going to have to go with the bleeders this time. But I I could definitely see the Houdini's getting back in with a huge day from Tyler Lockett and Amari Cooper. Yeah, looking at this matchup here, I feel like this is these two teams kind of mirror one another. You know, you got Mr. Average, you know, Houdini's team over here with Burrow, but I feel like the complete, you know, the complementary piece is Herbert. I think they're very similar. They can have really good games. Mixon, Eckler, I'd maybe give a slight edge to Eckler, but I feel like they're pretty close. Uh, Williams and Aaron Jones. I mean, this is just your average, really good fantasy football game here. And, but I think I'm going to lean Houdini's here. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Bleeders pull this one out. But I do believe uh, the Houdini's, but very close. All right, so we got two picks in for the Bleeders, one for the Houdini's. Just to review, um, we've got three picks in for Farewell to Hope. And then we've got two picks for the Steamers, one for the Kelsey's. And then with the slop nasty plants crave, we're all pick, we're all taking Levi there. Dim Mock, we're taking once, and uh, me and John got Victoria's Secret. And then finally, two picks in for the Bleeders over the Houdinis. All right, so that's going to wrap up this segment, and we'll go ahead and move into the last piece. All right, so we've reached the third and final segment of our inaugural Chaos Cast. And this last segment is going to be playoff picks. So what we're going to do here is uh, I'm going to uh, kick it off by going through down my list of the six playoff teams or the six teams that I believe will reach the playoffs. And then we'll go around the room uh, taking picks from, uh, from each of us here and we'll wrap up the show. So uh, <clears throat> starting with at the top, it's going to be Black Sunday. He, he's going to be rolling into the playoffs, not sweating at all. That's going to be an easy, probably one or two C will likely get the buy. Uh, I'm going to take facing the Kale sequences to sneak in there as well. Uh, Joey's just proven to be a waiver wire beast, although we do have Fab this year. We'll see how that changes things. Uh, but, uh, again, I like Joey's ability to, to um, I guess, uh, re- remake his team as the season goes on. Next, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Levi and Plants Crave. Um, I really like his roster and his ability to also get into the waiver mix and get some good pickups throughout the year. Uh, the fourth is I'm kind of taking a little bit of a leap just because I love the roster, but Victoria's Secret's roster is too good for me to ignore. Um, so I'm going Victoria's Secret. 
Uh, and then the last two that I'm going to take to kind of sneak in is the fifth and sixth seeds is Rob Cleveland Steamers. Um, he's got a he's got a solid roster. He also has uh, some good fantasy experience. So I'm going Rob, and then finally I'm going to take Fairwell to Hope to to be the sixth seed uh, to sneak in, uh, even though his his roster is is mediocre at best. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so here's my picks uh obviously number one it's what plants crave gonna roll uh i'd say at least 10 11 wins i'm not gonna say we've gone undefeated this year you know things happen but uh gonna be an easy win here uh next i i hate to go chalk but i gotta go with it the consequences with joey uh he's he's gonna be watching the most film he does the most work, like, it, yeah. and it shows. Yeah. So I, until I'm proven otherwise, I'm yeah. going to keep picking Joey. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I still like John's team. I feel like John's a pretty confident manager. He does need a little help with wide receiver. But I I see him in there in the playoffs. I don't think the hangover is going to be that big a deal. Next, I have Black Sunday. Uh I think it's just a quality roster, pretty deep. Even if you get some injury concerns, uh, it's not going to be as bad as some other teams. Uh, but pretty solid. He's, he has the best wide receiver uh, core. So I, I got Black Sunday in there. Next, I I got to go with the wet blanket. It's a solid team. It's gonna, he's going to be on the bubble all year, and I think he's, that Derek's going to come in as fifth or sixth seed. Uh, he might be able to make a few pickups. Fab may help him out. But uh, I, I like I like Derek's team. I think it's pretty deep. Now, for the uh, for the sixth seed, I, I, I think I'm going to gamble and go with the Steamers. I, I really like their team. It could be. It could all end week one or two with an injury or two. But, like, I I think the Steamers are going to have some big games this year, going to have some big blowouts come in and maybe make a run in the playoffs. All right, here. Mine aren't necessarily ranked. I kind of just was like the teams that I thought could make it. Uh, I'm definitely putting myself in there, but I definitely feel like if I don't make it, it'll be because of my receivers. And so I feel it's maybe a one key injury to a receiver. I could be on the outside looking in. Uh, I definitely like Victoria's Secret. Uh, I, you know, Josh Allen, it's hard to go against that guy. Uh, she is drafted, a well-drafted team. Uh, you, you hate to say it, but uh, Joe, uh, the Kelsey Quinces, uh, a terrible name. Uh, but definitely probably going to. He's going to be in there probably in the top three if I did rank it. Uh, I would put uh, Black Sunday in there. Uh, as much as I won't make the playoffs because of my receivers, I believe he makes the playoff because of his receivers. Uh, they're just godly. Uh, I do have uh, the Cleveland Steamers in there. Um, I think, like Levi kind of said, if you're not first, you're last. Uh, I do believe he drafted a team that could potentially come in first. Uh, and for the sixth spot, or in the top six, uh, I put Levi's team. He's a perennial power. Uh, he tends to make it. 
Uh, he's got a few championships he'll let you know about. Uh, I definitely will put his team in there. And the two teams that I put maybe fighting for that sixth spot, uh, the Houdinis and, and the Purple Bleeders, I alluded to it earlier in the matchups. I believe they're just they're very good average teams. They'll score the 220, 230s weekly. Uh, I don't feel like they'll have a lot of ups or a lot of downs. Uh, the two teams that I didn't think would make the playoffs would be the old slop nasties. Uh, I just feel like if he gets a steal with Brees Hall and George Kittle's healthy, it definitely changes the narrative. And them mock, uh, yeah, no Kumite for you, bud. Uh, yeah. So, so who was your sixth pick? Uh, Levi. Uh, you, I thought you said it was between the Houdinis and the Bleeders. Those are Oh, I see. Okay. So so I got to recap. I got you with Joey, me, Rob, Levi, yourself. Who am I missing there? Victoria Okay. Gotcha. All right. So just a quick recap. Uh, I'm taking Joey, John, Rob, Amanda, Levi, myself. Levi's taking myself, John, Joey, Derek, Rob, and his self. And John's taking Joey, myself, Rob, Levi, Amanda, and himself. So there you go. That's a lot of a lot of similarities there, guys. Uh, we we all I think we all picked Rob. Um, we all picked Levi. We all picked myself. We all had John in there, and we all had Joey in there. All right. So um, I guess we all uh, great minds think alike. I guess. So we'll we'll see if any of those teams make it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we maybe uh, two teams have to make it, but uh, we'll see how we do at the end of the, at the end of the year, and then we'll keep track of, like I said, we'll keep track of our record for our picks. Uh, we'll keep track of our playoff picks, make fun of one another, and uh, we'll this be part of the show as we move forward and compare how we're doing in our picks. And um, yep, yeah, so we'll we'll go ahead and uh, wrap the show up. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode, our inaugural episode. Uh, which is a little longer uh, than future episodes will be, just based on what we had to cover this week. But we will be looking for engagement from the league uh, as we grow and look at doing coaches' interviews, for example. So uh, just leave comments or smack talk either on the Chaos Group text line or in the ESPN Fantasy chat room. We actually want to know what you think. In the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember... Nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team. We're out.